Hey kiddo, welcome to this special edition of the Inspire to Engage podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Eubanks. Usually on this podcast, we talk marketing for small business owners and ways for us to engage more with potential clients. And of course, we talk about the juggles and struggles to do all of this while still having a life. Right now, the juggles and struggles are very real. They're very heavy. And many of us are wondering about financial situations, what to do with contractors and part-time employees, how do we continue serving people and making money during this COVID shutdown? These are questions that many of us are wondering every night, having a hard time sleeping. So I ask a friend of a friend, Becca Schmidt, to speak with me today. She is the executive director of South Huntsville Business Association. So even if you're not in the Huntsville area, Huntsville, Alabama, that is, she offers some fantastic advice for ways that businesses are still able to make money, some state programs that are opening up and federal programs, I should say too, that are opening up for small business owners. It is definitely worth a listen. Please know that I am praying very hard right now for small business owners. I know that there are so many unanswered questions. I'm praying for answers. I'm praying for hope. I'm praying for a peace for our minds. This conversation with Becca was fantastic. It did my heart and my mind a lot of good. She had a lot of really valuable advice to share. So I hope it does for you what it did for me. Listen up. Becca, thank you so much for agreeing to be with me today. I would love for you to introduce yourself to the audience and that way they'll know why I am so happy that you agreed to chat with me. Thank you so much, Rachel. I'm excited to be here. My name is Becca Schmidt, and I am the executive director for the South Huntsville, Maine Business Association. We are a Main Street, Alabama community, and we support, promote, and advocate for small businesses. Yay! Well, so Becca, I'm sure that you have been extremely busy over the last couple of days as small business owners are trying to figure out these rocky waters, uncharted territories, places that we have never been before. And so I wanted to have you on to talk today about ways that business owners can still carry on and carry forward and find some hope and solace in these tough times. Will you please start by telling us what are some helpful options right now for business owners, federal programs, state programs, share it with us, please. All right. Um, Well, thank you. And I really appreciate the opportunity to come on. As a Main Street Alabama community, we have so many resources and our whole goal right now is just to share, share, share and support each other. So we definitely have a lot of resources for you. My first piece of advice is if you have not already, call your banking lender today and ask them what specific resources or programs are they going to have to support you right now? Our mayor battle in Huntsville has been working with our bank presidents to come up with some very innovative ways to address small business loans locally. 
and that's something that you need to take advantage of. And even just starting that conversation with your banker will get the ball rolling for you, hopefully get you the resources you need sooner. So the second thing I'll say is that the Small Business Administration Disaster Relief Funds were approved for Madison County as of 320 Friday, which was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And so you can now apply for those those disaster relief loans. The interest rate is 3.75% for businesses. I think it's 2.75 for nonprofits. And what I recommend doing, and we'll have this in the show notes, is you can go to the SBDC's website and the Small Business Development Center of Alabama Networks website, and they have a list of things that you're going to need for your loan. And before you even open the loan application, go ahead and get together your personal financial statement. You're going to need your federal and business tax returns for the past three years. You'll need a schedule of all your liabilities, your year-to-date profit, statements like that, that if you spend 30 minutes pulling all of that information together before you start the loan application, it will very much help you. And the second step before you start the loan application, they have on-demand webinars, recordings, and the, the Small Business Development Center is going to be doing calls and webinars every day next week, multiple times a day. And the chamber, the Huntsville Madison County Chamber, as well as myself, will be sending those out in our newsletter. So be sure to jump in and those webinars are free, but I before get get all of that information together so that you can kind of see where your business stands, then do the webinar and then start the loan application. And that will definitely give you an advantage going forward. And then my third thing that I would recommend you do, and this isn't necessarily so much on the financial side as my other first two points, but as a business right now, the best thing you can do is is build your consumer confidence. That is going to be key for you to continue to have cash flowing in through this crisis. A lot of our businesses are shutting down their retail stores and moving everything online, which is great. And even though you're still doing that, you might be offering curbside pickup or delivery, and that is wonderful. Make sure that you put your health plan on Facebook, on social, on your website, tell your customers what you are doing to protect them and pin that post to the top of your page or even better, make it your cover photo so that they can see your updated hours, see how to purchase your products immediately when they land on your page and then take pictures, show your customers who can't physically come to your store right now that you are cleaning and sanitizing, that your employees are wearing gloves. A great idea that I heard yesterday was um, have your employees grab product with a bag and then just turn that bag inside out and then take it to the car. So you are you are not having to touch it, almost nothing that the customer has to touch. And, and then once you do that, you need to make sure you are communicating that because customers will continue to shop with you uh, if, if they see that you are putting those procedures in place. And the good news for everybody, especially in the retail world right now, is that when you are home and you have nowhere to go and nothing to do, you are very susceptible to online shopping. (laughs) So um, make these changes now so that this time next week, you have cash coming in the door. Becca, these tips are so wonderful. She and I had a chance to talk before 
I officially started this recording and I could not write fast enough the notes that she was sharing. So I could not I also wait talk to make very this official. Fast. I'm sorry about <laughs> that. That is okay, Becca. When you are when you have so much good information, please pour it out on us. One thing I definitely wanted you to mention too that you mentioned in our earlier conversation was about part-time employees. Will yes. you please share that information? Yes, that is the number one question that I've gotten this week is about well, what is going to happen to my part-time employees when I can't afford to keep my doors open. And a lot of y'all are aware that they have extended unemployment right now to part-time employees who have been affected by COVID-19 or related closures. And our businesses were very concerned. And of course, everything I've heard from my businesses is I want to take care of my employees. I want them to file and unemployment and everything. However, there would have been charges for employers um, against their their mutual funds um, had employees filed uh, unemployment. And they were concerned because that would unfairly penalize them as a business. Mm -hmm. So as of 345 yesterday on March 20th, the Alabama Department of Labor, Labor um, issued a temporary order that uh, would, would um, allow all charges to be waived against employers who had, you know, had to file mm -hmm. partial unemployment um, because of COVID-19. So that is very good news uh, for, for your, for our employers, also for our employees. And uh, I'm hearing a lot of other really creative ways that, um, that our businesses are trying to take care of their employees during this time. So for example, a lot of our restaurant owners um, they have a ton of food, right? I mean, when you mm -hmm. placed your order for the food that you have in your store today, there is still dining. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you might have an overstock of, of supply. And so they're giving, they're giving their, um, their, their employees and also their families a free meal every time they come into work. There's little things like that, that I think if, if we're mm -hmm. all able to do just a little bit, it's going to add up for our part-time employees. And that is by far our biggest concern with all of this. Oh, okay. And I love that idea about the restaurant owners doing the, the meals for their employees. That so is, um, <laughs> it is, it is so thoughtful. We live um, in a very, very generous community and it's a blessing. We really do, Becca. And and the thing is, what is so hopeful is that it's not just our community of Huntsville, Alabama, in case you're listening and you're not from the Huntsville mm -hmm. area. I know that's you, right, other people are seeing this in their communities as well. And so that's the point is to share these ideas so that if you aren't seeing that specific idea in your community, you can take it to there and spread that as well. Um, That's right. In the Main Street world, we call that R&D. And <laughs> instead of research and development, it's rip off and duplicate. And <laughs> now is the time to be doing that. Um, and we're, we are fortunate in Alabama that there are other communities who are a few weeks ahead of us. So we are looking as a Main Street community at our sister organizations in Seattle and New York who have already had to go to these curbside deliveries, um, you know, takeout only changes, and we're able to steal their ideas. And there's a lot of good, lot of good ideas out there. Yes, you made that point about Seattle 
when we were talking prior to the official recording. And I loved what you said about that because what we do is to learn from others. And so you guys are closely watching what other communities who are, I think you said about two weeks ahead, they're seeing larger case numbers. And so your case numbers of COVID. So our community Becca, they're watching what is Seattle doing, and then we are trying to implement that right now to stay ahead of the game. So that's a fantastic point, and it's just smart. So, Becca, can you tell me what are some other ways that we're seeing business owners band together to help one another? And I want to share one specific, and then I'm if Becca wants to piggyback on that, she can. For example, two large vendors in the gift boutique world, Corksicle and Oventure, yesterday launched a shop local online partnership and initiative where people can, it really is, and where people who love Corksicle items and the big O key rings by Oventure can go online, they go to those websites, they purchase those items, and then there is a drop down box where they can enter the specific gift boutique or showroom owner that they usually shop from. And so, therefore, those small businesses are still receiving a percentage of the profits just as they would if that gift boutique or small store was open. So, that's an example of of businesses helping other small businesses. Do you have another specific example or two? Yeah, that that is incredible. Um, and I, I love getting to witness some of our larger corporations and brands embrace the little guy right now. That's happening all across the country. And I really, as a consumer, I appreciate that. Uh, so we've I've seen a couple things this week. Uh, first, on Tuesday, we have a local sign company that I called to get signs printed for our businesses, um, for those that were offering curbside parking or delivery. And he just said, Becca, we're not going to charge you for this. I'll do it for free. And I think it's so important to recognize that that spirit of generosity that all these businesses coming together, they they might have something to offer that another business needs. And they're just they're just banding together to help each other out this week. And that's really, really special. Um, And I've seen that everywhere from employers, restaurants helping each other get their take and bake menus up and and different things like that. Mm. Um, One of the things that's becoming very popular uh, in Huntsville right now is this idea of a quarantine bundle. So while your your store may not be open, um, you can partner with other businesses and create some sort of bundle where you all put in a product together. So I'm thinking about um, the Rosie's Plaza in South Huntsville and you've got mint julep and you have um, Ruth's Nutrition, you know, they could all donate an item for the quarantine bundle um, and then they split the proceeds of that. So it could be, you know, a bath bomb and vitamin C and a Rosie's gift certificate and kind of pairing those together, selling it as one. And then as a consumer, I'm able to help multiple small businesses with one purchase. That is very smart. Uh, The other thing that we're seeing a lot of, and I know that we've heard this since day one of this virus is buy gift cards. Um, We have a lot of people, a lot of customers in South Huntsville that want to help, 
and they're afraid to leave their homes right now. And mm-hmm. I know what they're doing is is either calling over the phone and purchasing a gift certificate that, that they can pick up after this is over, or it can be mailed or emailed to them. Um, or there, we have a lot of businesses down here that are offering curbside gift certificates. Um, and that that is a way as a consumer you can help. And as a business owner, if you don't have a way for a customer to purchase their gift certificate online, you need to get that up right now because people might be passing, you know, going on to the next business if it's not easy and immediate for them to to buy that gift certificate. Let me ask you, do you have do you have a suggestion for someone who is not online right now and they need to get up some way for someone to buy? Do you have a quick suggestion, maybe the quickest, the the cheapest? Yeah, I, so personally, I've used Shopify and it is Mm -hmm. pretty self-explanatory and easy. There's a lot of tutorial videos if you get stuck. Um, There's also Facebook groups that you can go into um, and ask questions. Um, But it's, it is pretty easy. Take a picture of your inventory, put in the amount. Uh, I also see businesses just adding gift certificates on PayPal that that go directly to their business mm-hmm. account. And that seems to be also a quick and easy solution. And what I think is very helpful right now, um, there's so many avenues for you to get people are willing to help. So if you if you have a question, do not hesitate to reach out to myself or other resources like the chamber. Um, try, you know, ask ask for help. That's what we're here for. And we want to make this as easy as possible for, for all of our businesses. Excellent point. Excellent point. People are so willing to help right now. And even though we're busy in some sense, we're not as busy as as we typically are. We don't have karate classes, <laughs> other right. things like that. So that's what. <laughs> We have time to help. And so great points. And I agree with you. Shopify is very user friendly. It's a fantastic option. I tell a lot of clients the same thing. And I like your PayPal idea as well, too. Um, last thing, Becca, before we kind of wrap things up, what are some creative ways that small business owners are still continuing to function even though they can't meet face-to-face. And I, I know we've kind of covered the a couple of these ways already, but can you think of anything else? Yeah, absolutely. We have several of our furniture stores down here that are doing by appointment only private shopping experiences. And I love that. And I, I want that even when there's not a quarantine, <laughs> because True. you can go into the store, you can stay a world away from the employee, and you get to walk around and not be bothered or you know bump into anybody. So that is one thing that we're seeing. Uh, Facebook Live selling events are very, very popular. And we live in a town that is home of Discount Divas, which is a nationally known online clothing boutique. They do not have a brick and mortar store. And so this idea of buying things on Facebook and, and buying things on Instagram, our community is already comfortable with that. And so as a retailer, you can definitely do that. Invoice, you know, ask your customers to comment with what they want or their size or whatever it is that you're selling. And then you invoice them and you can offer pickup or delivery. Also, as you get new products in over the next few weeks, make sure you're telling your customers, you know, 
what is going to be offered at your store once this threat is over because people are going to be hungry to get out and and go spend money um and also think about packages or products that you that are quarantine activities so what are you what are people going to want to do when they're they're sitting at home uh so thinking about mint julep market you know they have a great book selection they also have these bath bombs make sure you're pushing products that are things that people can engage with at home um also i heard a great idea and one of our local coffee roasters uh, in south huntsville is doing this they are going to start doing um, coffee memberships, you know, subscribe and save monthly coffee delivery. And that's just really smart. They've been talking about this for about a year and this provides them the opportunity to do that. <laughs> so if you have any products like that, that are something that could be delivered monthly or, or weekly, maybe that's a book subscription or maybe that's um, maybe that's even me a meal service uh where you know you have a meal that you usually would offer for sixty dollars but if they subscribe and save and and get it once a week or even every other week they can save five dollars people are going to want to be doing that um if you're in the service related business industry i feel for all of you the most um because places like our hair salons and our nail salons there's not a way for you to offer your services online. However, it's important that you still engage your clients. You play a key role in keeping everybody calm and making them feel as normal and po as possible during this time. So make sure you're hosting live stream experiences where you're showing the upcoming trends or colors or how-to demonstrations. People are gonna be hungry for that content. So just keep them engaged while while everybody's away. And I've seen a lot of our fitness studios also post their yoga classes online and they're continuing to work out with their customers um, from home. And that's also very important because we all need healthy immune systems right now. And so that's that's definitely um that's definitely great and a way to keep everybody active and still using your services from home. Um, another great example that I heard, my mom has a brand new puppy and she has a, pup, a dog trainer that can no longer host classes. So not only is she going to be hosting her classes online, but she is also going to be offering, a, she's basically on retainer for all of her clients. So they can call her with questions 24 seven throughout the week. Um, she's offering to FaceTime and, and do individual instructions. And I thought that was a very creative way to keep that cash flow coming in and uh, also offering something a little extra for your clients while they're away in addition to the live stream. So there's definitely a lot of creative things. I know some of our businesses down here, Dostal and the Boot Pizzeria, they're going to continue with their trivia. Um, I don't know if if you've ever been on an online happy hour before, I just did one <laughs> in Seattle so I could kind of get a sense for what it was like this past week. And it was really fun. Um, so you're gonna start seeing businesses that, that do online happy hours, online trivias, shopping specials, things like that. And it's a great way just to get get everybody engaged and uh, continue to have, have that customer content. And what I think you're also gonna see out of this is um, a return to custom, excellent customer mm -hmm. service always matters. And it is especially important in this day and age. Uh, people want to, like we talked about at the beginning, they want that customer, 
that consumer confidence that you're doing what you need to do, but then they, they also want to know that it's going to be okay and they, they want to engage with you on a personal level. And so how your employees, how you treat people during this time, people are going to remember this for the rest of their lives. And you play a really important role in and making everyone feel uh, as normal as possible, that keep calm and carry on. Our business owners are on the front lines of that. And so I thank all of you. I don't want you to feel like for a second you are alone in this. This is an overwhelming situation and it is uncharted territory for everybody. And I know as a nation, as a community, we're gonna get through this. Every single business owner from California to Texas to Alabama and North Carolina, everyone is going through the same thing. And so there will be some some creative solutions. And I know one question I got a lot this past week, there is a federal bill in the works that's going to help small business owners. They have not released the details of that yet. Um, your best source of news information is going to be your local channel. So whether you are watching this uh, or listening in in Wisconsin or Indiana or Huntsville, Alabama, check with your local news officials, check with your local chamber of commerce, your business association, whoever your local news source is, that's going to be your best best place to find all sorts of information from in information about the Small Business Administration loans to the um, to you know any federal packages that come out to what are the local health authorities asking you to do as a business so um, good information is key and just continue to provide that information to your customers don't forget to pin your new hours up at the top of your page or make that your cover photo or profile picture right now so people know that you're open and we're just remember we're all in this together and we're we're gonna get to the recovery phase here here soon okay becca that was awesome i you brought me to tears at one point i'm not kidding <laughs> but when you but i mean the pep talk was exactly what we needed and i love the point that you made about customer service you know how many times as small business owners do we think to ourselves hey i should jot them a thank you note i appreciate so much that she sent yeah. in her best friend to buy from me and right now guess what we can send those thank you notes or we even better could pick a phone up and yep. i know it's old school but call you <laughs> call them and yeah we do we have the time and it like you said how we go about treating people during this time will last much yep. longer than the economic and the pain that the economic troubles and the pain that we're feeling right now it will last so much longer and so you made a great point about how we treat people and you gave some wonderful ideas for businesses to continue operating and continue serving their customers and taking and taking money. And this is one thing we have to talk about, too, because we're in a time where where we might even feel selfish about taking someone's money right now because we're kind of hurting. But right. we are in that? business. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah. We're all, we are all in this together and um, the, you can't, this, I, I just, I can't tell you how many of my businesses are just concerned about their part-time employees right now. And mm -hmm. that brings me to tears just to think about these 
these hourly workers. Um, something that we're we're looking into that we just haven't figured out how to set up here yet, but they're setting it up in bigger cities is a virtual tip jar. And so mm. you could tip any business, regardless retailer or restaurant industry, and tip those those owners, and then the owners um, provide the that extra cash to the businesses. And I think that really just speaks to the spirit of generosity that, that yes. we have to have right now. And a lot of employers are also finding other ways for their employees to work for them outside the mm -hmm. store. So some of them are sending them home with, you know, with information for their social media accounts and they're pushing them into a marketing position <laughs> or, you know, they're all of a sudden a deliverer, which is a Good idea, and yes. just check your insurance before you do that. Um, yes. Little note there, but there's there's other ways you can use your employees. Like you said, you could have them write thank you notes, or um, you know, figure out what it is that you need, and and just ask for help. We're all here to get through this together. Thank you, Becca. I have so enjoyed this conversation. It has done wonders for uh, my heart as far as thinking oh. about my small business owner friends and of course myself as well. I appreciate you sharing this information and we're definitely going to link to uh, Becca's blog. It's not her blog per se, but she's the one that keeps up with it. Um, and so we'll definitely gonna be linking to that. And she mentioned another site or two that we will link to in show notes as well. So Becca, I want to tell you a huge thank you again. You have given us so many fantastic ideas today. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you for what you're doing. And to everybody else, just hang in there. We're, we're going to get through this together. Okay, thank you. Hey, Becca, I look forward to talking to you soon, okay? Okay, thanks, Rachel. Okay. Bye. Bye. I hope you found as much value in this conversation as I did. Normally at this point, I would give you several key takeaways that I got from the conversation with my guest. However, because I want to get this episode published as quickly as possible, and that takes more time and editing to take that step, I'm going to forego it today. I want to get this episode out quickly. Also, based off of your business and where you're at, what your needs are, the key takeaways may not be so valuable to you. You may need to go back and listen again to a spe very specific section. So I'm going to skip that step and just say, I hope you found value. I hope this helps. If I can help you in any way navigate these uncharted territories, please let me know. My email is rachel at inspire to engage. I spell Rachel R-A-C-H-E-L. I'm on Facebook and Instagram same way inspire to engage all lowercase and smash together becca is on facebook at south huntsville maine business association one more time on facebook south huntsville maine business association their website is south huntsville maine Org. So please reach out there as well. She said that there is all kinds of information coming out every day. And so they are trying to keep people posted as much as possible. And I loved her advice too, to stay watching your local news stations. They are going to have the most up-to-date information about what programs, assistance may be available to you. Okay, let me know if I can help in any way and know that I'm praying. Bye.